Have you ever thought about all the ways you could die? We have. Grab a drink that's good enough to die for. And let's get gruesome. Welcome to Drinks with Death. Hi, Erin. Hey. <laughs> hey, Levin. How's it going? How are you? Oh, I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. I'm excited because you're scared. This time you're scared. You don't know what we're drinking. I mean, you know what we're drinking, but you don't know what we're I doing. I don't know. I don't know what we're drinking. I know what's in my glass, but like, what the hell is this drink? Uh, it's fun. Uh, fun stuff. Okay. Um, should we just dive right in? I'm kind, yeah, I'm just, kind of excited just, about this one. I know it's so wrong to say that we're excited about an episode since we talk about people dying, but this one... I mean, it's what we're doing, though. Let's be honest. We're doing it because we like ta- we like the subject matter, right? I mean, I know it might be gruesome to some people, but you should go somewhere else and listen to a different podcast. Totally. You know? And if you're listening, it's because you're gruesome and a little morbid, just That's like right. we are. That's exactly right. So I don't think we should feel guilty about that. I don't feel guilty about it. Um, anyway, so, okay. Can you tell the people what's in this glass that we're drinking? Because... I think you're you're trying to torture me at this point. I am. First, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what our topic is. Oh, okay, okay. Tonight, we're doing death by spontaneous human combustion. Oh, what? <laughs> yep. Yes. So, our cocktail. Oh, I am excited. I okay, know, right? I, I feel like I've read a tiny bit about this, and I'm super curious Super interested. So this is going to be awesome. All right. Tell us about our drink. Okay. So the drink is called I'm on Fire. And it comes to us from mixologist Sarah Morrissey of New York's Frontchut. And it contains two parts mezcal, one part pineapple juice, three quarter part honey syrup, and half part lime juice, and then two dashes of hot sauce. Mm-mm, with the hot sauce. I mean... I know. Shake with ice, strain into an ice-filled short glass, and garnish with chili powder and a wedge or leaf of pineapple. I did not have that, so... I did not have a, a wedge of pineapple, but I am, like, mezcal and hot sauce is just something I didn't think I'd ever be drinking, but let's do it. All right, ready? I'm ready. <laughs> yes. Cheers! Cheers! Clink! Clink. Ugh, I really just, I do not like mezcal. I really don't. It's just. I like mezcal actually quite a bit, but. I just I, don't. Johan loves mezcal and it's just so, I think it's just too smoky. It's like. Yeah, it's very smoky. It's, like it's so smoky and oaky and I just, I don't know. It's a little too much. So it's so strong. Um, I actually like this drink, but I do, I, I really, you know, I put the hot sauce in because. I was following the recipe, but I think I would enjoy it far more without the hot sauce. I do you think the hot sauce adds that much to it? I mean, it's only I two dashes. Know, How much did you put yeah. in? What is your dash? Well, I don't know. I was using sriracha. What did you use? Sriracha? I mean, that's a hot sauce. What did you use? Tabasco? I used the uh, Cholula. Oh, Cholula. Well, Which is like a, a Tabasco sriracha. That's like so a concentrated hot sauce. Hot sauce. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I, mean, I would, that's what hot sauce is, I think. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, I think I would not do that again. Yeah. But, 
yours is probably a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't mind spicy, but I'm not sure that I like the mezcal and the sriracha together. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> you know, as because I, I made my drink a little bit ago and it's been kind of sitting and it's kind of mellowing out a little bit. Still, yeah, I still not bad though. Love, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I don't know. It just doesn't do it for me. But not. I feel like it's just not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think it's pretty good. Just maybe a different hot sauce or just no hot sauce. No, how about right. not sriracha and an actual hot sauce? <laughs> I don't know why you think sriracha isn't a hot sauce. Because it's not the hot sauce that they're referring to here. I mean, sriracha, sriracha is like, yeah, but it did. Well, you didn't see because I just sent you a screenshot. Yeah. Fair point. But still hot sauce, like to me, that's like Tabasco or Cholula, which is more like, what is it? Like spicy vinegary based, right? I mean, sriracha is like a concentrated almost paste. Like, it's thick. It's not a paste. Well, it's not a paste. You're right. But it is thicker. It's not a... It's, it's, it is thicker, but I still... I would I use, not I call use sriracha it a for sauce. everything that says... Every recipe that says hot sauce, I use sriracha. Uh. uh <laughs> All right. No. I, I disagree, disagree on this I one. I disagree with you on that one. All right. That's cool, man. Chime in. Let us know. <laughs> sriracha Cholula. What do you think? What are you going for? When you hear <laughs> hot sauce. Okay. Okay. Tell us about human combustion. I'm seriously excited. Okay. So spontaneous human combustion is the pseudoscientific concept of the combustion of a living or recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition. Okay. Now. So out of the blue. Yes. Out of the yes. blue. Okay. And it dates back for centuries. I mean, there are writings about spontaneous human combustion, reports, articles, stories. Charles Dickens wrote about spontaneous what? human combustion in his book Bleak House, um, where one of the one of the characters uh, he enjoys a nice gin and he spontaneously catches fires and uh, dies. Mark Twain, Herman Melville, Melville, they also cite spontaneous human combustion in their stories. So, are they citing this? Do you have any idea whether they're citing this? Because I think they just heard stories it was, about it. It's they just heard stories about it, yeah. Or whether it was just like a, a like a mythical phenomenon type of thing, you know, like a, a myth, not really a a little bit of both. Okay, all right, keep going, keep going. Okay, Danish anatomist Thomas Bartholin was credited with penning the first account of spontaneous human combustion. In night, in, excuse me, in 1663, where he talked about a woman in Paris who went up in smoke and ashes while she was sleeping. Whoa! She was sleeping on a straw mattress, and it was left un unburned. Oh, what? Yes, the straw mattress yeah. didn't burn. Correct. Whoa! Yes. So there were already medical journals and reports and articles written about this phenomenon. And in a book that was written in 1823, here were some uh, reported commonalities among the victims. One, the victims are chronic alcoholics. Two, they're usually elderly females. Three, the body has not burned spontaneously, but some lighted substance has come into contact with it. 
Four, the hands and feet usually fall off. Five, the fire has caused very little damage to combustible things in contact with the body. And six, the combustion of the body has left a residue of greasy and fetid ashes, very offensive in odor. Now, you know, this was written 200 years ago. Okay, so can I ask a question? You may. So when the body, they're basically saying that something happens inside of the body, it combusts Mm -hmm. and, but it does not continue to burn. Correct. Now, I think I'm going to go through the stories and then I'm going to go through the theories and, um, you know. Okay. I like that plan. Thought process just to put put at the end. I was trying to decide, do I want to put that at the beginning or do I want to put it at the end? But I think it's more fun at the end. So. Okay. I will try to hold my questions, but retain my, all my thoughts and questions throughout. Okay. Got it. Well, that's okay. What do you think? Should I do it now? Are you going to have a lot of questions? No, I think it's a no. I think it's a good idea because I think that the stories. It's a good idea because I think the stories will kind of inform. It just adds to the more thinking on it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. 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 The first known case of spontaneous human combustion that at least has been recorded happened to an Italian knight in the 1400s, oh, gosh. and his name is Polonus Vorstius. And he, you know, he liked the women, he liked the drink, and he (laughs) reported to have drunk two ladles of very strong wine. And then it was said that he didn't feel very good, it wasn't sitting well with him, and that he just vomited a flame. And then he he burst into flame himself. (laughs) Whoa. So we have that story. There's even some some paintings. I don't know how far back they go if they're if they're painted from the myth and the story, um, but there are some pain- some paintings from that event of him. Yes, whoa, yes. that's funny. In the 1700s, Countess Cornelia de Bandi, she was found one morning when her her lady in waiting came to rouse her, and she wasn't answering the door, so she came in and found her between her bed and the window. And all she found was a, a pile of ash in her lower legs and three fingers. <laughs> what? Yes. So they, I mean, obviously this a is... A pile of ash? Yes. Wow. So obviously this is pure speculation because they have no idea what she was doing, but they, you know... I mean, peop- you would have to burn a body at a very high temperature for a, yeah. either a very, very, very high temperature or for a long time to get ash. But okay. All right. Yeah, totally. But they think Mm -hmm. that she was, like, walking towards the window or something. But so she was found, you know, on the ground between the bed and the window, burned. The thing is, there were two candles in her room. And the tallow, which they used for the wax then, which Mm -hmm. was basically, Mm -hmm. like, fat, animal fat. The tallow Mm -hmm. had burned, but the wicks were left unburned. Whoa. Interesting, right? Mm, that's very suspicious. Very weird. Very yeah. suspicious. Um, we jump ahead into the 20th century here. Big jump. Okay. But one of the more well-known cases, you can see this case cited around when you look up spontaneous human combustion, was in 1951. And a 67-year-old woman named Mary Reeser, she was found burned to death in her house. 
and her, I believe it was her, her, um, her family had come to visit her the night before they left her. She had taken um, a sleeping pill and they left her and she was in her chair. And the next day the landlady came, I think she was um, trying to get her a, a telegram or, 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 you know, come knock on her door and she had her hand near the doorknob and it felt very hot. So she called the fire department. The fire oh. department came and they entered her home and they found her remains completely burned to ash with one leg what? remaining. What? And the chair she was sitting in was destroyed. But then everything else was untouched. Oh, so everything my surrounding, so just the, the immediate vicinity was burned and then everything else was fine. So remind me what year you said this was? 1951. Wow. Yeah. And so the the theory was is that she was smoking a cigarette after taking these sleeping pills and she fell asleep and then the cigarette burned and it ignited her gown and she burned to death. But, 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 but. (laughs) I think I've read lots of things about how the human body does not burn very well. Like, it's not something you can just, like, you can't just take a flame to your human body, set it on fire, and it just burns. Right. Um, okay, I know you're going to get to our theories later, well, so I'll hold out. I mean, you know, you think about crematoriums and how hot, I mean, they basically put bodies in these ovens. And you, I mean, what is it? Isn't it some ridiculous, like, 5,000 degrees? It's a ridiculous <laughs> temperature. I do not know what the temperature is but it's a very yeah it's a very ridiculous temperature very ridiculous um Um, so going back to mary racer her daughter-in-law uh was quoted as saying the cigarette dropped to her lap her fat was the fuel that kept her burning the floor was cement and the chair was by itself there was nothing around her to burn so that was her take on it (laughs) It's very matter of fact, but um, very matter of fact, like kind of, kind of cold almost. Maybe, but, yeah, mm. but who knows? It's yeah. Hmm. Who knows what's okay. really going on All there? Right. Yeah. Another story in 1967. This was in England, and passengers on a bus looked out the window and saw flames, and they see a man with flames coming out of him, and so they called the fire department. And the fire department showed up, and they they stated that they saw um, it was a homeless man by the name of Robert Francis Bailey, and that they could see a blue flame erupting from a slit in his stomach. What? And unfortunately, he oh, he died. He was burned to death, and they were unable to save him. They came too late. But God, that crazy! Too late. I mean, what could they have done, I mean, anyways? I don't know. What's the Okay, that's that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's see. In uh, do we have any uh, do we have any autopsy reports on these people? Like the woman in the chair and the guy with the what blue are you going to autopsy? They're they're the pile of ashes. There's nothing to autopsy. Well, he, well what uh, the guy? He was a, he ended up being a pile of ashes too. The one had the blue frame I coming from his abdomen. I think the damage is for these. Um, I think the damage is pretty significant. That you. I don't know. I don't know if you can autopsy. Yeah. I'm sure you can. I'm sure there's some sort of forensic scientist that can autopsy a severely burned body. But hmm. 
I think that. Well, maybe not the woman ashes in the chair and get that. Obviously, if all you have is ashes, that's really hard to do. Yeah, that's that can't isn't possible. But I was thinking, I wasn't thinking about how the lady was ashes in her chair. But yeah, um, the the guy, I guess I didn't think that he would burn. Yeah, it would take a long time for a body to burn. Yeah, yeah, to ashes. Mm -hmm. So I thought he might be more intact, and maybe they did an autopsy. But you didn't read anything about that, okay? Uh, I did not. Okay. In 1970, an 89-year-old woman from Dublin was found burned almost completely in her home. Um, it is said that there were plastic flowers in the center of the room that had been melted completely and that a television set that was 12 feet away from where her body was found, that the screen had melted. But uh, wow. other than that, all of the surroundings were untouched. Her legs and feet from below the knees were undamaged. Oh, that's again what you mm-hmm. keep saying. Like they're, oh my gosh, that's so wild. So creepy. And the crazy Ugh. thing is, is there's actually a lot of pictures of these. So there's no. a lot. Yes, there's a lot. Not a lot. But there are several pictures and you just see the leg and then it's just a pile of ashes and it's like nothing oh, there. Oh my it's crazy. gosh. Yeah. What? I know. I actually wow. remember, I don't know what what book series or what it was but i'm pretty sure i was in sixth grade and there was some kind of like book series that had different subjects and i totally remember one and i don't know if this is where my i think my fascination for the paranormal and all things weird and mysterious came before, but I completely remember there was a section on spontaneous human combustion and they had, oh, really? yes. And they had some of these pictures because I remember, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember seeing that picture, but I remember they had oh, that and they also had one on poltergeists. And I love that. No. I was like, this is great. Wish we could learn about this <laughs> all the time in school. That's so cr- – I want to – you're going to post some of those pictures? I will. Yeah. I was thinking okay. about – I hope I don't get, like, flagged for graphic um, imaging, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes through. I mean, it's just, like, a couple legs. They're old <laughs> They're old photos. I mean, they're all black and white and yeah. from, you know, 60, yeah, probably not. Probably 70 right. years ago. Okay. Um, in 1980, a 73-year-old man was found burnt to death in the living room of his house – and only his skull and a portion of each leg below the knee were left unburned. And his mm-hmm. feet and his legs, they were still had their socks and pants attached to the... What? Even the pants? Yeah. I mean, they, they like even like the, <laughs> oh the part of his leg that was unburned, it still had the clothes on it. Uh, wow. I know. Like completely unburned. Not just like... Not turned to ash, but like completely untouched by the fire. Right. That is insane. It really is. So, so weird. Mm-hmm. It really is. You better have some good explanations at the end. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to stop. you be like, psych, there's no explanation. <laughs> uh, half of the chair he was sitting in had also been destroyed. But only half. Uh, like, how does only half get destroyed? Oh, no. This is not usually how fire works. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. This is probably the most recent reported case of spontaneous human combustion. And this happened in December of 2010 in Ireland. Why did that? Why are they all in Ireland? Isn't that kind of weird? That's making me. Like, there's a lot in Ireland. I mean, there's there's one in Florida and Pennsylvania. So it's not just Ireland and England, but 
There's a lot in Ireland. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little... A little hmm. suspicious. Yep. Anyway, this man, he was 76, and he was found badly burned to death. And it was recorded as a spontaneous combustion by the coroner, which was very controversial. It was a... Uh, I mean, I, I can imagine. Shocking, right? right? I know. So <laughs> yeah. there was a lot of pushback on this. Like, this is not a real... Um, report like this is not a real what's the word not diagnosis but um con- conclusion um mm-hmm. of his death but the cause of death right yeah. yeah this is not a legitimate cause of death and this is what the doctor had to say about the death he said this fire was thoroughly investigated and i'm left with the conclusion that this fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion for which there is no adequate explanation hmm so, wow. Yeah. There you have that. This is a really interesting story. This happened in 1982. And okay. it is reported that there was a mentally handicapped woman named Jeannie Saffin. And she was sitting with her elderly parents at their home in northern London. Again, with England. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Yep. Thought the same thing. <laughs> her parents see something and they look over and they are horrified to see that Jeannie's upper body is engulfed in flames. What? And the stove, so they like the stove that was in the room was unlit. There was no smoke or fire damage that could be found anywhere else in the room. Even though and she wasn't smoking. No. No, the even she was sitting in a wooden chair, and the wooden chair she was sitting in was untouched. <sighs> I know. Now her father and his son-in-law, um, he they did put out the blaze, but unfortunately, after weeks of sort of touch and go and and dealing with these third degree burns, Jeannie went into a coma and she did die because oh. of her injuries. Poor Jeannie. But it is. It was very much like, what? How, why did she combust? Um, yeah, because it seems like in a lot of the stories that you've told in, in like the, um, was it the coroner and the coroner's report from not Jeannie, but the last, the story before that, mm-hmm. where you said that he said that it was like an unknown origin for the fire mm-hmm. and he can only say that it's spontaneous human combustion because he has no other option, mm-hmm, right? Right. It's almost like, okay, we don't, we don't know how the fire started Mm -hmm. we're not we're unsure about the cause of the fire or what really happened here so we're just calling these things spontaneous human combustion because we don't really know what happened Um, but in this one they were in the room i know there's no i mean they were sitting there yeah that's completely uh, that's completely different um and to me at least that's more i guess it, it it uh gives more credibility to the spontaneous human combustion theory if because they were sitting right there rather than we don't know what happened because no one was in the room with them right you just come upon this body yeah right we're just left with the burned evidence that's left behind but yeah now Mm -hmm. there are some forensic specialists who are skeptical and they question whether um, the pipe that her father was smoking, maybe an ember or, you know, it, it I mean, lit her clothes on. on fire. Maybe they're, you know, making some bold assumptions an saying, ember? oh, our parents were elderly. Maybe they didn't know. But but still, even if an ember caught on your clothes. But she wasn't elderly. You're not going to sit there and just let your, fi- your clothes burn you to I mean, no, but she was, she, she was mentally handicapped. So I don't know what her cognitive... 
abilities were obviously if you're on fire, somebody is going to, you're going to react in some form or another. Um, I mean, I'm definitely suspicious of spontaneous human combustion as well, but I, yeah, I do feel like that was a, that's a, that is a unique story than than the fact that they were in the room with her. And I just don't know that you can, you can't completely discredit what they said happened. What, you know, I don't know. Anyways. Okay. Interesting. What else you got for us? Okay, so there are just a few crazy ass stories. I know there are some more stories out there, but I gotta ask: What do you think? Spontaneous human combustion—is it real? Is it fake? Is there a scientific explanation? I just don't know. I don't think that a you know you said like high. I didn't see high levels of alcohol Mm -hmm. in the blood, but you said that they were typically heavy drinkers, mm-hmm. females, whatever. But I don't know if that really translates that way. Like, I don't know that having a high blood alcohol mm-hmm. contact makes your blood actually more flammable. <laughs> well, you are correct. So there there were some studies, um, and it was actually, there was a, a gentleman by the name of Brian J. Ford, and he wrote an article in 2012 And he did some studies on it, and he took tissue that was Mm -hmm. soaked. One was soaked in alcohol, and then they Mm -hmm. ignited it. And it, I mean, they could not get it to, like, it did nothing. But then they took tissue. Now, they they couldn't use human tissue, even though they had, um, you know, from donors, they had had mm-hmm. organs and and limbs and skeletons. Um, they were not able to use the human remains for these studies, but they used, um, I think they used some pig tissue and pig intestine for it. But for one study or one experiment, they soaked the tissue in acetone. And then they okay. lit it on fire. And when they did, it emitted a blue flame it was highly flammable it burned very hot hot and very Mm -hmm. quick and then it burned out but acetone that's like nail polish remover right but i mean it 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 does it apparently it the body does produce acetone especially if you are in ketosis Oh, okay. So, so it's a result of special diets. Um, I believe diabetes can throw your body into ketosis. Don't quote me on that. This is just what I was <laughs> reading about that. Um, but there are some situations where your body is going uh, to go into ketosis and produce acetone. So that's a theory. Acetone? Yeah. And that it and it's and it was very flammable and it just burned very hot very quickly. It's an interesting article. I can like throw up a link. Um, it's very long, but it was very detailed. And I mean, I feel like that is like one of the more logical <laughs> scientific. It's the only thing that could possibly explain what was happening. I mean, really, it's still very mysterious um, and still incredibly unusual and rare. But there's another theory that is called the Wick Effect. And the okay. Wick Effect, this hypothesis suggests that a small external flame source, such as a burning cigarette, chars the clothing of the victim 
at a location, splitting the skin and releasing subcutaneous fat, which is in turn absorbed into the burnt clothing, acting as a wick. So basically, oh it's like an God. it's like an that inside out so candle. Gruesome. It is very gruesome. What the it's, hell? Yes. So it's like a reverse candle. Aww. So the wick is your clothing and your hair, and then the wax is your body fat. And so that would kind of explain the the greasy residue on the walls. They would often find residue and greasy residue around the victims and the fire. I mean, it still doesn't explain how much heat you need to um, turn bones into ash. Yeah. And, I mean, it still doesn't explain. That's a very hot fire. It's a very hot fire. And to not spread and to be so contained. It's like it's a very quick hot fire. I don't understand that. I almost, I'm more more inclined to believe that the scenes won't won't report it on accurately rather than mm. that spontaneous human combustion has actually happened. Um, like, like that. What do you mean? Like that it wasn't ash in the chair with um, oh. the woman who was, I'm, I'm more inclined to believe that there was misreporting about what that actually looked like, what her body looked like in that chair that it, I don't know, hmm. but you have pictures. Mm-hmm. You said you have pictures. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. That makes me more suspicious. I don't know. I mean, you know, well, there's a lot. There's a lot about shit we still don't know. So mm-hmm. this might just be one of those shit we do not know. Yeah, and it is interesting because it is overwhelmingly um, the elderly that are victims mm-hmm. of this, um, and females. You said right. That was what the eighteen hundred paper oh, said oh 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 that was an but obviously paper. that's okay. not i mean there was a lot of males that were, there were victims males yeah in this too, so obviously that's not the case um alcohol does come up a lot in this so it does say that the you know a lot of the people you know had been drinking drank a lot and it also a lot of these victims smoked so that's another yeah. thing. So there are definitely yeah. some common threads here. And very, very interesting. Um, I would definitely love to read about the ketone, the ketosis and the ketones and the acetone um, article for sure. That's just... Maybe I think, I'll put the link I, in, the, in the show notes just so you could, if anyone's interested in, in kind of reading in depth. You know, there's a lot of theories. There's a lot of... Um, you know, scientific experiments out there. I, I, I feel and I, like I, I feel like they would know more if it happened more often. But I mean, the fact that there's mm-hmm. only been, you know, a dozen whatever rounding up, but cases since the 1400s, like, I mean, we, we can't really learn about that much about something we rarely see that we see so infrequently. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. And then who knows? Maybe there are more. And I don't know. And there's just no. We we chalk it up to something, some something other else, cause or, or something. they do, it's not reported, or you know who knows. It just doesn't seem like there's a pro there that there is a process that could like a set of reactions inside the body that would cause that type of combustion. Um, some other alternative theories are um, a poltergeist activity. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the force <laughs> of a poltergeist, which okay. burns you from the inside out. Don't go into the light, Carolyn. Uh-huh, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes. Um, or is it go into the light, Carolyn? It's don't go into the light, right? No, it's oh, go God, into it's the so light. Long. No, you have to go. Caroline needs to go into the light because she needs to leave the yeah okay, leave I the world that backwards. Okay, she needs to go into the <laughs> go out of the TV. So need, go into the light. <laughs> I need to watch that oh movie gosh. again. It's been a really long time. I love that movie. movie though. It's so good. Did you watch Midnight Mass? I did watch Midnight Mass. I like that. I yes, thought that I was did. really good. I thought that was really good too. Yeah, I thought that was good too. Definitely. It reminds me of my leg being broken because that's when I was in bed and I just like stay oh, up God. all night. I just lay in bed and I was like watching it. No, that was that's definitely worth it. That's definitely worth your time. Yeah, Creep definitely. Factor is good. Yeah, definitely. All right, we want to. What's your favorite scary show or movie? We love them. <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us. I love, when, I love it when Lovin does this. What's your favorite? <laughs> and in the meantime, let me shout out my sources here. Um, okay, I yeah, got my that. cocktail from cocktailpartyapp.com. Um, some of my stories came from Gizmodo. All that is interesting. Of course, Wikipedia. You know. It's our go-to, mm-hmm. one of our go-tos, mm-hmm. and um, science.howstuffworks.com. All right. Well, that was super interesting. I'm really glad you did that one. I That one was, um, at one point, I started to poke into it, so I'm really glad that you covered that one for us. That was good. That's a lot. It leaves us lots of uh, food for thought on that one. Lots of food for thought. That's right. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're – please make sure you're following us um, on whatever platform you're listening to us. Subscribe, follow, I don't know, whatever you're listening to us. It's, it varies uh, by platform. But if you would do that and then please rate and review. We greatly appreciate it we want all the listeners we can get and then of course follow us on instagram and facebook and now twitter yeah. drinks with death podcast oh, twitter. and email us drinks with death podcast at gmail.com tell us your favorite scary movie tv show for real we want to hear it definitely all right all right bye. love you guys love you love it love you here bye, bye.